1: Today, I'm really pleased to announce that our government is working with Bruce Power to start pre-development work to site the first large-scale nuclear build in Ontario in over three decades. So so what does this mean? It means Bruce Power is going to start community consultations. They're going to conduct the environmental assessment for federal approval to determine the feasibility of siting up to 4,800 megawatts of new nuclear generation on this current site here in Bruce County.
0: There you go. That is Todd Smith. He is just uh, made an announcement. He has uh, just made an announcement about the first large-scale nuclear facility that the Ford government is planning to build over the next three decades to uh, prepare for all the electricity demands that we very much have and we don't have enough of oddly, in a province like this. So the idea is that the Bruce Power, this is in Bruce County, Bruce Power is going to, uh, I guess, be built over the next decade. And it will increase its uh, electricity supply to service like, it sounds like about $4.8 million, 4.8 million homes. But uh, is it a done deal? They've got to do a whole bunch of assessments on it. But it is seen that the announcement today, assuming it's more than words, is a big game changer. So let's go to Dr. Chris Kiefer, president of Canadians for Nuclear Energy, who uh, gave a heads up and said, this is big. This is big. Good morning. Great to have you.
1: <laughs> Good morning, Alex. It's a, it's a great day for Ontario.
0: There you go. So how great is it? So this has uh, obviously been announced by Todd Smith, um, and, and certainly he's had a lot of problems and issues and, and challenges having to deal with the shortages of energy. But we also have all these demands for electricity, electric-powered cars, you know, plugs and all the rest of it. How big is this deal as far as you're concerned?
1: Well, you know, you're absolutely right. We're not quite feeling the squeeze yet on the electricity generation side. But, you know, we're adding a lot of new manufacturing, which is going to have a major draw on the grid. We're trying to electrify our, our vehicle fleet. Um, we're trying to install heat pumps. And we've been focusing just on the end-user kind of consumer goods, which is relatively easy to manufacture an electric car. Um, and we've been leaving aside really the mature decisions that need to be made about how we're going to generate the clean power to reliably run all of this infrastructure. And so, you know, it's very encouraging to see this announcement today. <clears throat> I'm standing in front of the Bruce B station, which exists. That's um, four large candy reactors. It produces enough power to run the entire Ontario uh, light duty electric uh, electric vehicle fleet, if we were to take every single ice uh, internal combustion engine car and make them electric, this single nuclear plant could run that entire fleet so we 're talking about adding something substantially larger um, than than this bruce b site i 'm in front of right now mm. um, and again that's that is great news um, it means local economic benefit it means acting on climate change it means keeping our air clean um, it means making more medical isotopes so it 's really you know, a win-win-win situation.
0: Yeah, it, it will be spun, I'm sure, by critics. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, Stephen Gibol is not a, a big fan of this, and I don't think he'll be happy. But I think we've seen an evolution, certainly since you and I have been talking, of where the Trudeau government, which was, you know, opposed to nuclear energy, has now come about, and Gibol seems to be the holdout. But, you know, it's here, it's, it's clean, it's green, it's ready to go. Um, it, it's just a matter of whether or not this is actually going to get, uh, you know, done or whether we're going to see the kind of pushback uh, that we have seen in years past? Or do you actually get the sense that we're getting true buy-in to this?
1: You know, Ontario was the best-equipped jurisdiction in the Western world to build new nuclear, and that is partly because the feds have come around. Um, Stephen Gilboa ate humble pie. He decided that he wanted to keep his cabinet position, <laughs> and he towed the new federal line, which is that we need a lot of new nuclear. And, and Justin Trudeau is on the record now saying that, praising our local reactor technology Um, So I have every confidence. We have alignment broadly. You know, we have municipal leaders here. We have MPPs. uh, We've got the province. And as I said, uh, the feds have really come around on nuclear, which only makes sense. And that that reflects really a global return to nuclear because of the challenges we're facing, not only in terms of climate, but energy security um, and local economic benefit. And nuclear ticks all of those boxes uh, very well. So I'm, I'm elated, as you can probably hear from my voice. We've been working for this uh, for quite a long time. Um, Minister Smith also uh, talked about the Pickering refurbishment, yeah. um, which, as you know, is something yeah. we've been fighting for.
0: Well, because uh, le- because I don't think a lot. I mean, that was closing. The idea was to close that 2024-2025. Is that still... I don't think they're closing that, are they?
1: Well, they're uh, they're extending it, and mm-hmm. then they're looking at refurbishing it. So just like we've done at Bruce and Darlington to give this reactor fleet another 40 years of life, um, they're, they're looking at pursuing the same thing at Pickering, uh, which, again, I think is, is great news. You know, it's, it's not just climate. Climate's obviously important, but the Ontario economy is growing quite rapidly. We're attracting major manufacturing facilities like Volkswagen, LG Chem. We're uh, making our steel carbon-free. This has enormous implications for our electricity grid. We may not have enough to go around. So the kind of decisions that are happening today where we're focusing on the generation side – and working on reliable generation. Because again, if we're talking about electrifying everything or electrifying a lot of services, if you're running on a heat pump and the wind doesn't blow or the sun doesn't yeah. shine and you're freezing in the dark, that's a problem. So this is a mature decision. I'll be the first to say nuclear is not easy. It requires incredible excellence, right from the blueprints, the project management, right down to that skilled tradesperson person uh, fitting parts together. The good news is that we have that lined up at institutional excellence and a ramped up supply chain and workforce because of our candor refurbishments. So we're incredibly well positioned to build new candor reactors, which harvest all of that local economic activity right here in province.
0: Yeah. And and you weren't expecting this, correct? I mean, what's the reaction been like there locally? Uh, I
1: mean, there's been whisperings. For sure. Uh, but I would say, you know, a year or two ago, no, nah, this would not have been at all on the horizon. Just kind of a wild dream. Um, so it is it has been amazing having been in this now for three or four short years, um, seeing the incredible turnaround and maturity in terms of our future energy planning.
0: What will the um, concerns be of, of the community? Because there will be pushback. There are absolutely out there. You know that. And I don't need to explain it to you. There are groups that just do not want this as an alternative.
1: There are small elitist um, out-of-touch environmentalist groups, mostly based out of, you know, the larger cities. I'm right here in Bruce County. I mean, the impact of the nuclear sector over the last 40 years, I was just talking with uh, Union Steward here. You know, he said Kandu has brought us 40 years of generational wealth. You know, you dri- you start in Kincartan, which is the main nuclear community here, and you start driving out, and you'll see the incredible economic prosperity starting to dwindle as you move 40, 60, 100 kilometers from this plant. Um, it has been an incredible job generator you know, 10,000 high-quality jobs on this site alone. Um, And those are generational jobs. You know, there's people's grandchildren who are working here who built Douglas Point, uh, you know, back in the 60s. So um, the the opportunity to continue that legacy, I think, is is very exciting. So, you know, the the anti-nuclear folks, they're graying out really rapidly. They're (laughs) becoming very marginal, and they certainly aren't uh, anywhere I can see up here in Bruce County.
0: Yeah, well, if we're ever going to hit our targets, we just cannot ignore... Uh, this particular source, and we've got it uh, in abundance. Uh, the other the other thing is, um, you know, they've been talking about rebuilding the grid, um, Chris, uh, you know, the electrical grid. It's outdated, it's old, it's, you know, we can't possibly power all these electric cars. Is this the solution for that?
1: I mean, so there are, there are definitely transmission and distribution challenges. What I will say is that nuclear is an excellent match and minimizes the amount of rejigging we need to do for our grid because we can swap in assets. Say we want to build new nuclear at Nanticoke, the old yeah. coal site. Yeah. All the transmission is there, ready to go. If you want to go hook up another 500 wind turbines, that's laying down a lot of lines, a lot of copper. It's a long way from load centers. Um, so nuclear is really the most efficient way um, to minimize the kind of tweaking that we need to do for a grid. But absolutely, on the local level, if you want to put chargers in for fully electric vehicles, that's a challenge. Yeah. There's a lot of work to do.
0: Well, yeah, and it should have started a long time ago. Having said that, that that's a conversation for another day. The other, the other issue is up for Pierre Polyevra, and I think he's been eyeing at nuclear um, as part of his plan, but you know, his, he's going to be pressured for his climate plan. This, to me, would make sense if, if this is the route he went. You know, If you want answers, here's a solution.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think they do have a real focus on nuclear. Um, I've, I've heard a, a member of the media ask, um, you know, one of the, one of the members, uh, Corey Tolkar, what the climate plan is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think it was fully really developed at that point, but he said it's nuclear. And that makes sense, you know. Beyond um, all the domestic benefit, uranium is Canada's number one clean energy export. We power nuclear reactors all around the world, which run instead of coal and gas plants. Mm-hmm. It's estimated that those uranium exports offset one-third of Canada's total all-sector emissions. So we hear a lot about, oh, hydrogen alliance with Germany. It's, it's trivial, and it's not happening, and it's trivial. So I think, you know, as voices like my own and, and those of my group and civil society voices start to emerge that are boldly pro-nuclear, um, we're starting to see the narrative shift, um, and, and as it should. And I think politicians are, are getting a firmer backbone on this as they understand the issue and, and the, the critical nature of it better.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you have to wonder, a What would Greta say? Greta, who went uh, to uh, <laughs> Zelensky and said we got to worry about climate change with this war, but what would Greta say? You know.
1: Well, well. Interestingly enough, Greta was challenged um, in the context of the Germans shutting down their nuclear fleet, <laughs> and she said it's a mistake for them to shut down nuclear while they're still running coal. Well, they oh. fired up a number of new coal stations to make up for that nuclear that they've closed. Um, so I, ho- you know, I haven't heard Greta make a peep about it since. But you know, it is pretty indefensible. Um, to be slagging on nuclear while there's still a lot of fossil fuel burning around the world. And again, as I was saying, you know, this power station here could power all of a fully electrified vehicle fleet for Ontario. Same can be said for Pickering. So we have to preserve these vital assets and, and build new ones.
0: Oh dare you! Sorry, she popped in. All right, congratulations. Seems like you've had a good day. So uh, we appreciate it. Thanks. All right, bye, Alex. That is uh, Dr. Chris Kiefer, who is president of Canadians for Nuclear Energy on the side of doing his emergency doctor job. (laughs) It's just what he does. So, updating us on a pretty major announcement out of the province. And uh, yeah, clearly there has been a reverse course on this particular issue. Albeit, I will say, fossil fuels are not going anywhere.